I want to go fast, but fast too slow. Chazbot! Hello! Hello again. <sighs> oh dear. Technical oh, issues dear. made this job so much more fun. Yeah. Gotta love it. Aye. Especially with, not super, with no super computers. So welcome back to Shazbot, episode 2. Episode 2, with no title. Yeah. I think that's our working title. Untitled. Or, <laughs> anyway, it's just me and David, again, of course. Why would you want anyone else? We're the best. Well, that's a stretch. Okay, I'll stop. Let's not sing. <laughs> it's a gaming podcast, not music. We are not. Music. We are not Coverville. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so me and David are here for episode two. The others may eventually guest. They'll turn up eventually. Yeah, we'll dig them out of the ground sometimes. <laughs> put them back in the pit. But yeah, me and David are here to talk to you about a couple things. It won't and be as long this one. We don't think. Well, we're not sure, but well, I, I don't know. I, I'm only really here to talk about one specific game that I'm extremely interested in. But it's currently in development, and there's not much. I mean, there's a lot for what there is out. From what you've told me already, it sounds pretty amazing. But wait, I can't even remember what it's called. What was it called again? You'll find out later. Oh yes, because we got in okay for this episode. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna leave my thing till last. Cause Omar's thing is quite long, and we don't know um, what exactly. Uh, How long it's gonna take uh, to recount everything? Exactly, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go first, <clears throat> and my stuff isn't really long. Like uh, the first thing, first thing really I want to talk about was uh, for the channel. Um, I'm gonna be start. I'm gonna start uploading let's plays of certain games, and the first game I'm planning, well, the first of three games I'm planning to pull up is Metal Gear Solid One, which will be part of the Zaga. Like so, starting from one, going all the way to five. Um, we're gonna include the two MSX games just to keep the entire storyline together. But so there's a total of seven. There's more than that as well. There's PSP games and stuff coming as yeah, well. But, yeah, but yeah, but fuck that. No, they'll be good. They're well good. And then, well, Peace Walker was HD remastered for the PS3, so I don't have to worry about that. No. But like as spin-offs or like random episodes, I wanted to do the Acid games as well because they're interesting. How they deviate from the main stories and the. Plot. I've never, I've never seen them or anything. They're Oops. good. I mean, I enjoy them because they, uh, they're like. An RPG version of Metal Gear, but you still really have to think about everything, like noises, where's the enemy, how to get to the other end of the map without being seen, that kind of stuff. So, well, that's kind of the Metal Gear Solid fashion, though, isn't it? It's stealthy. You can't just run in, guns are blazing. True, but in the normal Metal Gear games, you've got full control over your character, whereas in the Acid games, you have like turns. So, like, oh, it's kind of like playing chess. So you'll say to your uh, character, go to that location, and then snake use... to E4. Basically, yeah, and because of that, you can come up with a lot more strategies and things like that. It's, re- it's going to be cool, but yeah, uh. the main games are going to be the focus. So, one, two, three, Peace Walker, uh, portable ops on the PSP maybe because that that brought back uh, real time control to the characters. Uh, what else? 
number four, number five. There was one that came out for the GameCube, which was basically um, a redone version of the first one. But I don't have a GameCube. What do I have? Well, it's was it um, was it just a remastered version, or was it a completely different game with? Like same. a spiritual successor, successor. No, nah, um, it was the same story, but in the PS1 version, all the graphics looked very blocky, and uh, oh. as you can imagine, from yeah, the PS1 that. was capable. But uh, when they redid it for the GameCube, it looked a lot more like. Uh, you haven't played Metal Gear Solid 2, have you? Mm, uh, I think so. I think I played MSX. M uh, yeah, MSX or something. Yeah, because on um, the X ones, I can't remember. All I remember is it was a big chunky like two or three disc box for oh, PS One. Yeah, I can't remember that far back. That I can't remember last week. Because so. the first Metal Gear okay, Solid so did that. Yeah, so I haven't played Metal Gear Solid Two now or any of the others. So if you think like on the GameCube, that was when Times for Letters 2 and 3 came out, and basically PS2 level graphics. So they redid the story sort of, of yeah. Solid 1, but with PS2 graphics. Ah. It looked pretty good, actually. Um, the voice acting, even though David Hater, the voice actor for Snake, uh, basically gave up half his paycheck to get all the old voice actors back in. Um, it's good. I mean, the game is still good. And you get like first person view and things like that in it as well, but it wasn't as awesome as the PS1 version. I don't know, it's hard to describe, but you'll see what I mean when I start playing it. So yeah, that was basically the Metal Gear Solid for the GameCube, which I'm hoping to get back, get on the channel at some point, because I have seen the GameCube in our local retro store. Ah, oh, oh, I love that I've, place. I've got one. You've got a GameCube? Yeah. We, should get, we should get you to play it because you it'll get you into Metal Gear games. I don't I don't really like Metal Gear. But it's good. I'm if more of like, a guns blazing than I mean the only stealth I enjoy are like sniper type games, I can't remember. Oh. Sniper Elite and Assassin's Creed. Even I mean, even like uh, If if mm, like in Metal Gear Three, I'd say three and four. You have the yeah. option to go in all guns blazing because the situations in those games kind of mean you have to. Like, yeah, they're set more in a war, aren't they? Than yeah. like sneaking onto a torpedo thing. Yeah, I mean, you do make the game harder for yourself if you want to go in guns blazing, but you have the option now in Metal Gear Solid Four, especially. Yeah, so I won't play the MS MS One. Damn it. Metal Gear Solid 1 uh, remake on the GameCube. I might play 4 and 5. <laughs> I think I played a little bit of... Um, what was it? 5? At yours? I mean... Um, wait. 4 maybe. That would have been... I can't remember. Wasn't it with the guy with the swords? Oh... Um, Raiden. Yeah, because there's a new Yeah, the swords. Raiden one. It's either that or you're talking about Metal Gear Rising. You'd like that! That's not. There's it might no have been Rising. Because there's no stealth what, what in that was, game. What was it that when, when I came up to York? Uh, no, that would have been 4 because Rising hadn't come out then. Same character, but pretty much. 
previous game. Yeah. Yeah, so I played four. That was pretty fun. But yeah. I think you'd like the I'm online games. Like the online version of Metal Gear, because like no one stealths around and the online stuff, everyone's running around shooting. Yeah, of course. But you get all the nice quirks, so you can like hide using a cardboard box or stealth camouflage or all kinds of stuff. It's a lot of fun. Compared to like, I like Call of Duty and things like that, but it's just, you get more features to play around with with Metal Gear Online. I'll put a okay. couple of gameplay videos up and you'll see what I mean, but it is fun. But then, what are the other games I'm going to be playing? Um, Catherine, that that'll be the next game yes. that I play for the channel. Um, I'm gonna have days for playing these games, so it'll be like Metal Gear Mondays, Catherine Tuesdays, and the last game I'll come up to in a second, but that'll be on Wednesday. But why yeah. not? Why not Catherine's? Why not Catherine's Saturday? Because then it's Saturday. Like, You're a genius. All the <laughs> yes. I'll like, like all the internet, Saturday. Hell yes! I'm gonna write that down. So it'll be Catherine Canada, and you've played a little bit in this game already, haven't you, Mama? Yeah, I had, when I had my PS3, I bought it on the uh, PlayStation Store. Yeah. It is so fucking weird. It is a weird ass like, game. It's definitely a David game. <laughs> anime references. <laughs> weirdo. If it, even if it yeah, wasn't for that. the anime stuff and the erotic stuff, because um, it's made by I the same... I don't even... Who made it? I, Atlas. No the same guys who, made, who did um, Persona. That's another reason why I really like it. But they, like the Persona uh, games themselves, are weird, in in a good way. I've never played the Persona games. I don't have a P well. I think there's a PSP Go in the house, but I think oh, there's like a. We got Daxter or yeah, we got a Daxter game. I think a WWE game, but that's my little brothers anyway. So oh well. I think only one Persona game came out for the PSP. I think you can download it, but there's a PS2 version of it. But I'll, at some point, I was going to let's play that as well. So you'll see me playing it on the channel at some point. But not yeah, so this, I'll probably watch it then. Like, not this week. Not this month, yeah. <laughs> not this year. Probably not. I mean, if I'm trying to get all the Metal Gear games out as well, that's going to yeah, take off. But yeah, back to Catherine. Catherine. No, weird weird game. I'm looking forward to it, to be totally honest, I've only played the first hour of it. and I've played a bit more, but... I haven't finished it, but it looks really good. It is pretty good. I can't really remember that much of it. I remember it was alright. Uh, extremely weird, I was really put off it. But there's a lot of... It, there's a lot of, like... Uh, I can't remember any of the dialogue. Drama. Sexual imagery. <laughs> I mean, just just the start screen is this girl. I assume it. I assume that's actually Catherine. Can't remember, but there's two Catherines. Right. One with a C, one with a K. The C. Catherine uh, is blonde. the blonde one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, this. I think it was the splash. The splash screen, or the just the start when you start the game up, is just Catherine with her legs wide open, <laughs> sitting on the floor, <laughs> with like know. the name of the game. Covering all of it apart from her legs, and uh, oh. and that's. I was like, right, well, this isn't a game to play around family. <laughs> oh god, no! Or anyone wouldn't... religious, extremely religious. Uh, that's part of the reason I want to play it because it looks so odd. Like the people it. who um, 
Uh, the Persona games, they're aimed more towards teenagers, young adults, yep. things like that. Catherine is aimed at a slightly more mature audience, I'd say. But it looks good. Yeah. It looks really good. And I'm interested about like, it. You had nightmares about it. <laughs> no, not really. I probably will. Really Turn into a sheep and then... Oh, God. And then my girlfriend's going to see me was... playing it and be like, well, who would you pick then? The bitchy <laughs> Good Catherine thing you're or the sexual Catherine? <laughs> oh, whales. Oh, sheep are yeah, everywhere. Sheep, I'm going to go like, to work on the bus, like look out on a field of sheep and just see like a ton of women just standing there trying to seduce <laughs> me or... Like control my life. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! That'll be interesting. I'll let you know how that goes. I'd rather not know. Maybe don't tell Peter either. Uh, but Catherine <laughs> is one uh, interesting game. But then we're gonna immediately follow that up by uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, which is still weird. It's good though. The zombies. Yeah, I know. Is I played a bit of that as well. That was that was really fun. I haven't actually played this one either. I haven't even touched it. I need to. Have you not at all? Well, I was I was meaning to get it for years, but I even never had enough money or forgot about it until I saw it in a store somewhere. And I saw it today, and I was like, yes, it's on deal. I'm grabbing it now. Yeah. So you picked you picked both Catherine and Lollipop Chainsaw up. I'm just. I'm thinking about it now. The guy at the cashier. You must give you some weird looks. <laughs> he was looking at me like, "So you're gonna have fun tonight, aren't you?" It's probably it's probably the equivalent of buying, going to a shop and getting to the till with condoms, a cucumber, and some rope, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a bit of lube. Um, this Actually, is... I'm sure you'll get a weirder look if you <laughs> if you don't use lube. <laughs> it's alright. Don't mind me. I've got my own lube at home. <laughs> They just look at you like, right, don't call the PTA. Uh, PTA. <laughs> I've got Peter! Uh, but one of the first, like, there's DLC for Lollipop Chainsaw, I think. And um, one, one of the costumes you can get for the main character, as far as I'm aware, is. Um, it's a cucumber. It's green, funnily, now that you mention it. But, um. Uh, you've, oh, seen, Jesus. you've seen High School of the Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Hospital to get, uh, to dead. So you know the females, what colour their uniform is and things like that. You can get their uniform, uh, High School of the Dead uniform, as a downloadable content. Oh, you can also get a Kill Bill costume. Oh, you'd be all up in the It looks like Was it? Oh no, it's not Kill Bill. It looked like it from a school ima uh, small image, but... Then the High School of the Dead uniform is just a white top with a green neck bit yeah maybe a green skirt it's not really like loads of green nah it's not majorly yeah. green but it just reminded me of it but that would be cool though it's just they want to oh, have no, a scene oh no you actually get like... to play say what? Hang on. I was going to say the DLC with the High School of the Dead DLC bit uniform you actually you dress like the uh, ginger one Ray yeah from oh no she's blonde yeah you're very happy yeah, to get that. It's going to be a very interesting evening playing those games. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's not bad enough. Uh, she, um, the main, the character you play in Lollipop Chain, so she carries her boyfriend's head on a on a 
belt or something, don't I've she? I've heard of that. I mean, I've heard a little bit about the game, but yeah, apparently her boyfriend's been dismembered, and yeah, she's carrying head. it around. Apparently the head gives you advice and shit, but... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah she somehow saved its life. But how's it surviving? It's just a head. Dude, it's a game, I have no idea. She's fighting zombies with a chainsaw, she's getting scratched, they're not dying and turning into a zombie from infection, I don't know how it works. Oh, God. It's some mystical mumbo-jumbo. Mystical magicery. And I guess to bring things back to a normal tone, there was one other game that I wanted to let's play for the channel, but um, it's been pulled off the PSN store, and that's because Suicoden 4, which was a PlayStation 2 original, it's now been brought over to the PS3 as a digital classic, um, has bugs in it, so it won't even begin, it won't even start. So I bought it ah. last, when was that, two weeks ago? Maybe when it first came out, can't quite remember. And I was like, uh -huh. oh, really looking forward to playing it because I used to love the Sweeker Than series on the PS2. Um, and got it downloaded, booted it up, and it was like, no, we can't start this game for some reason. Tried a million different fixes. The internet was basically saying the same thing, like, there's something wrong with the game. A couple of days later, Konami pulled it off the PlayStation Store. Right. So obviously there was something majorly wrong with it. And we've had not much news from them since then, like, there better be, it better be come back out for the PS3, because I'm not going to get a refund, but I was really looking forward to playing it. And if it does come back out, that will be another game I play, because it's really good, story-wise, and what you can do with it. Yeah, I don't know, it looks like, um, uh, one of those turn-based games like Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like it's an RPG with turn-based fighting system. It is, yeah. It is, isn't it? Turn-based yeah. and... Well, part of the mechanics which I really liked about it was um, sailing on the ocean and... Like, I know there was an Assassin's Creed that did... Uh, Assassin's yeah, Creed Black 4? Flag. Black Flag, yeah. But it's so kind of like that, but RPG instead of stealth fighting, but the story that wraps There's not much it, stealth. Exactly, yeah. The only not thing... Black I have a problem with this this weaker than four game is that when I first played it on the PlayStation 2 way back when I just remember the English dub voices being awful hmm. thankfully like the protagonist you play as is a silent protagonist but everyone else's voice you kind of like everyone oh god it was painful so at some point that one year I went to Japan in Akihabara I managed to find it out there and I brought it yeah. back played it had a great time with it because the voices were all Japanese. Back then, I couldn't really understand a word, but I understood it because right. I already played it. But I'm hoping the Japanese PlayStation Store has a Japanese version of it when it comes back out. Because I'll definitely get do, that. Hmm. That's do. about it for what I'm going to be talking about. And yeah. Is it? Well, I've gone through Suikoden, I've gone through the Metal Gears. The Catherine, the lollipop chainsaws. Um, I think, yeah, there'll be more. I think randomly I'll be playing other games and sticking that around the channel. I'll probably make a playlist of like randomness, time splitters, yeah. and things like that. Good old time splits. That's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully, in this podcast video, I'll have a bit of time splitters footage played up. And yeah, 
Let's try not to die too much whilst you record it. <laughs> Time split is I'm alright with, actually. I don't think, because. Uh, is there a difficulty? Just every other FPS. Uh, things like. Well, I'm not great at Call of Duty Online. And Neither am I. Metal Gear Solid, I've died a fair few times. Me just being an idiot, basically. Uh, I was going to make a joke and say like 20 times as soon as you loaded up the game, but yeah. There used to be a bug for that. In Metal Gear Online 2, what, I'd spawn after yeah. being killed and then I'd suddenly die again because the servers bugged out the respawns. It was like, what? You sure it was a bug? Yeah. You're I mean, not just trying to cover up your terrible, terrible I'm gaming. I'm great. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an average online player, let's be honest here, but it, no, those bugs counted towards my death count as well. I wouldn't have minded if it didn't, but I was just getting annoyed at it. Oh, that sucks. Uh, and because like, the Metal Gear Online version 2 servers are now down, I made like a female character on that one. Of she course. Only, she only wore like a bikini top and of course. combat trousers. Jesus but Christ, you're I not really, making it any better for yourself. No, but I really miss her. She was such a fun <laughs> character to play with. I'm digging graves here, I, yeah. I don't care. But yeah. apparently in this new Metal Gear Online, um, I have to unlock bikini tops, which is a pain <laughs> in the top. It's fucking pain. Well, I had to unlock them last time too, but I'm not sure if I've got to pay money for this one this time around. Oh enough. God, it sucks if it's freemium. I mean, if the bikini tops are free, free I'll, I'll be happy. But... Yeah. Microtransactions out the ass. Uh, we live in that day and age, don't we? They're making so yeah. much money from these freaking freemium, premium shizzles. Gotta love microtransactions. Uh, anyway, I think that is a good point to take a break. Yes. Real quick break for us. It'll be like nothing for you guys. I mean, if you're listening to this, you'll just notice me rambling on right now and then suddenly we're back in a like, whatever <laughs> two second interval editing we can do don't worry we'll just be like boop oh, hi we're back boop uh so we left off talking about Suikoden 4 the glitch on the PSN and our favourite microtransactions we... oh yes good old microtransactions and premium and all that shit oh god <sighs> Lovely, isn't it? I remember watching one of the videos that Richard made, and him he was talking about. I think it was Killing Floor Two, and in Might recent months they've added like uh, pay to win kind of items and things like that. I, I never noticed. Uh, like um, well, my PC can't run Killing Floor Two, so I haven't really experienced it. But I know in <laughs> other games, yeah, soon, soon <laughs> I will join you people. Soon, you uh, people. He was he was getting really mad about it. I can understand where he's coming from as well, because oh yeah, it's a right pain in the ass when you pay like forty quid, fifty quid for any Americans. That's about eighty, ninety dollars, roughly. Yeah. For a game, and then you just get people paying like another twenty just to win the game straight away. Like, why? I know. Are you I'm... not happy? You got fifty thousand people giving you like ninety dollars. You got enough money to not make us pay, or not have little shits, pay for a fucking gun that one-shots the uh, bosses on Killing Floor 2. Why are you doing that? Uh, and, like, for the rich kids and people who have, like, unlimited money, they'll just <coughs> use it. They'll use their advantage. Well, not all of them. Like, I Most can understand them. rich people 
some rich people have morals, but like the ones who just throw money at it. Some Bill Gates is an exception, but do you like? We'll find that one princess in a random country who lives in her tracksuit and just plays games all day. <laughs> but she'll she'll play nicely. Like she won't throw her royal money at the game. <laughs> I should write a story about that. Yeah, go for it. Uh, there was an anime recently about an angel who played video games. Like she was really nice and everything when she was up in heaven. But then she came down to Earth. She discovered video demon. games. <laughs> Basically, a fallen angel, and there was a demon in the same neighborhood she was living at. And the demon was more sensible, more, more angelic than the angel herself. It was really good. If anyone hasn't watched it, Gabriel Dropout, really funny anime. Hmm. You'll have to put that in the description. Yes. And, and um, like. Right in the Skype chat as well because I'll, I'll check it out at some point. Definitely. I'll <coughs> link it both ways. But with that, you take it both ways. I saw it. God. And should have seen that coming to be fair. Ah, uh, immature jokes. Yay! La la giggity. So, uh, David's section is over, kind of. Basically. I guess. Do you have anything else to talk about? Um, uh, not really. Check out our Patreons no. and stuff, but there'll be more like updates over there. That's yeah. where I seem to post most of those. I post everywhere, like Facebook and Patreon and stuff like that. But no, yeah, check them all out. I'm always posting yeah. shizzle around. All the links are in the description if you're on YouTube, or uh, I'm, I'm still figuring out uh, the iTunes and and uh, SoundCloud, which is where we're hosting the show at the moment. Audio yeah, the audio version. files and all that. Um, oh, I want to ask. Um, with the audio-only podcast that we stick on iTunes and SoundCloud and all that jazz, uh, at the moment they're all without background music. Would you want to yeah. keep it that way or stick some BGM in the background? Uh, yeah, we could. We could add some background music. I think that's something that we need to talk to talk about off the podcast, though. There it is. Yeah. That might be better. But, um, yeah, if, that, if that's if it, basically for me, yeah. yeah. I'm all good. Alright, um, quick thing. We're both, me and David, have our own channels, of course. Uh, I think they're linked on the YouTube page itself. Yeah, uh, we both, I, I have a gaming channel, which has been quite un. On hiatus? Uh, yeah, on hiatus, I guess. I haven't done anything to it or on it for about three years, just like the podcast. <laughs> um, and David has his, I think it's a gaming channel. Yeah. It looks that way. I've got, what do I have? I've got an anime abridged channel, my gaming channel, which I'm going to stick anime reviews on as well. And at some point, there'll be a Japanese channel coming around once I've got my arse in gear. Yeah, get your arse in gear. I can't, I can't. I can't go to Japan and not know any Japanese. I've taught you how to say boobs and like more important words. <laughs> and more important words. Like I can't remember any of it. Beer. Yeah, I remember. Okay, I remember beer. <laughs> I, I remember haha. Is that boobs? No, that's that's um mother. Although, oh, that's mother. Chichi, <laughs> which is another way of saying dad, is also another way to say boobs. So you're not too. Oh, far okay. Off. Uh, I'm just got to remember my Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll, I'm going to be starting to do videos on my YouTube channel again. 
soon. Um, I just need to find. I'm just playing through a couple games, and I think I'm not going to do anything like too long-winded, like uh, Skyrim. I'm thinking of doing Stranded Deep. Yeah, I want to uh, do more of that actually. Considering yeah. I can't play it either, it'd be nice to watch. I, I think on the Resurrection episode of Shazbot, the video on YouTube has low-quality graphics for it because it wasn't working too well. But I've recently upped it to higher quality, and it looks so beautiful. Uh, I mean, they look pretty decent on the last video, so if they're even better, I'd love to see that. Yeah, I, I don't know how well it's going to work on street on um, the video, but yeah. Uh, so there's that, and there's, at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned, or me and David were kind of mentioned, a game I really wanted to talk about. Here we go. It's, yes. I've kept a lot from David about this game, because I don't want, I wanted it to be a surprise for him, so his reaction is really good, and uh, now I'm just rambling to make it worse for him. I <laughs> <laughs> this game, it started off uh, with two guys, uh, I can't remember the names right now, let me just uh, googly google, what was it? It is a company uh, production studio called Soulbound. Soulbound Studios was made by Jeremy Walsh and Eddie Smith. Now, Eddie Smith, I believe, worked on some of the Halo properties. Um, as the art director, I think. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, let me just read it here quick. Hold on, Eddie's. I need to yeah, play Jeremy. some of the more Halo games. I haven't played a lot of Halo games recently. I, don't, I haven't. Pl- I've played Halo occasionally, but um, right. Yeah, there it is. So Jeremy Walsh is the CEO, CEO, and creative and technical technical director of Soulbound Studio. He worked on Star Wars Battlefront. Oh. I don't think not not the newest one, the, the originals. Ones. Yeah, and Dungeons and Dragons, Dragon Shard Mercenary. Oh, Dragon Shard and Mercenaries. You remember Mercenaries, don't you? I remember. I never played two, but I remember having so much fun with the first game. Yeah, he worked on the first one. Great game. Uh, what was it? Free roaming adventures on RTS. He was the technology, the DigiPen Institute, uh, what? He was an instructor at DigiPen Institute of Technology. He was, more importantly, a senior software engineer lead at Microsoft. And Eddie Smith, who is the concept artist, screenwriter and director in Soulbound Studio, but he also worked on MechWarrior 4, Halo 2 and 3, and the newest game is Rise, Son of Rome. They oh, got together. The Halo guys are in there as well. I think so, yeah. I haven't looked too much into the into the company itself. I don't care. I just want the game. <laughs> I want the game. <laughs> I just want the fucking game. So since... Oh, uh, apparently he helped on the environments, weapons, characters, prop assets and vehicles for the agency with Sony Online Entertainment. Nice, nice. As well, yeah. He also did. He was he. What the fuck? <laughs> also with Sony Computers Entertainment of America, uh, he was the concept artist, illustrator, 3D model, and texture artist. Uh, there for the games, 
and stuff. So some pretty and good names they... in there. Oh yeah. Uh, since 2015, they they came together around then, and they have been making this game. It's an MMORPG in the finest sense, really. What it's sort of set in medieval times, and I really, really like medieval medieval games like Skyrim. Mostly, three of the game playing a lot now. And David Clackety Clack. That's not a synonym for dick. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally David Clackety Clack because he's tapping away. So this game from Soulbound Studio is called Tales of Ilaria. Il- yeah, pronunciation might be shit. <laughs> I think you're so, bang on. Well, I think that sounds about right. Maybe. So Chronicles of Ilaria. What I'm about to say is taken directly from the site. It's a dynamic MMORPG where your deeds become a living legacy. Uh, where it's basically it's as close as real life as an MMORPG can come as a game comes really apart from like those life sims and uh, as you live your life in game they boast about a 10 to 14 month real time playtime so in those 10 to 14 time months sorry you make your character and you live their life you start off somewhere you pick your place uh, depending what you are if you're just a commoner in the setting you just start off somewhere you start doing jobs and stuff, start hunts and sell your mer- merchandise. You get money. You can eventually buy land and stuff, and things like that. So, <clears throat> as you live your life in those ten to fourteen months, your character does as well. He, he or she grows, and ages, those, right? Yeah, age. They age. They actually age. I don't know how That's many amazing. games. That kind of a concept. Yeah, yeah, this is what really put me into it. I saw. I was watching a video about. Uh, most anticipated MMORPGs coming out in 2017 and this is probably set for the fourth quarter so around uh, October onwards yeah maybe won't come out for another year but so those 10 to 14 months in real time they are roughly 100 years in in game so time does kind of go quickly like a, you can play for a week and it's been a month in game or so. Yeah. And you you live the whole life of this character. When you die in game, which you can die, it is an MMORPG, so you're going to have shitheads coming up and killing you for no reason. Just why not? But you. Let me start here. When you die in game, there are multiple ways. There's, you're just in a little battle with someone, some strangers coming up to steal your money, your hard-earned money that you sold your cow for, <laughs> and um, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> they knock you out. So you're you're just on the floor. You you can't do anything. I don't know if you'll see them doing stuff, but what they what the other person can do is once you're knocked out, they can rummage through your pockets quickly, and still bit coins and stuff but they can't unbuckle anything they could you, you have your belt and swords on that you can't unbuckle that can't take armor off the character for a second unless you're gonna say they undress you well they could not in the way you're thinking i'm sure they keep <laughs> the underwear on 
So once you're knocked out, they can, the the other character can kill you. They um, when you when they kill you, you're actually dead, and you're left to your your soul is left to wander around until it gets to a place called the Akashic Records. If you want to start again. Oh, so you wander around as like a ghost or something? Yeah, you kind of wander around like a ghost, but you can't do anything. That's what I understood from reading the FAQs and everything. Hmm. But um, the FAQs generally says, during normal play, you can get knocked out or receive a fatal wound in which your soul temporarily leaves your body. But neither of those are permanent death. So I was wrong. When they stab you after knocking you out, your soul just wanders around for a little while and then... I guess you come back. Right, right. But each time that you do get killed, your soul leaves your body, uh, and the soul's connection to Ilaria gets weaker. So you don't. So every time you come back, you have less time to play. Like you die at the age of thirty in game. Oh, your lifespan goes down. Kind of yeah, thing. your lifespan goes down. So you die at the age of thirty. You might only live till the age of sixty instead of eighty or ninety. Then each time it gets less and less until you're 31 and you die in the next day. Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, so it's, there's real consequences. So uh, eventually... When you re- Sorry, go on. I was going to say, would, it would eventually that lead to a permanent death. Yeah, I, yeah, basically when you reach a maximum age, so if you don't get stabbed multiple times after you get knocked out, you can live like up to 120 years the average is about 80 though and then that is when you you go to sleep for the night or during the day whenever that's your final sleep that's it you're dead yeah and what you can do is at that point um with the game there there comes a little thing called the uh, what was it the spark of life that that each one is you can buy multiple but they'll cost about thirty dollars each so that's around 15, 15 20 20 quid yeah 20 pounds so it's kind of expensive just to start again you're basically rebuying the game holy shit that is as well yeah each, you get one spark of life with the game apparently each spark of life lets you let's like brings your soul back to live for another about 10 to 14 months where you can inhabit a previously NPC a previous non-playable character and start all over again with them ah I see (coughs) I I don't know how many games do this but this this Chronicles of Valaria it lets you live out your life completely in game so you start as I think you start at about 20 years old and then you live it out in that time you can get married and have children and you get skill points there's going to be mini games to get certain skills and stuff there's not much said yet Uh, oh you have a kid and you die at the age of 31 because you've been murdered too many times (laughs) with that spark of life from my understanding you can go off your soul you can make your soul wonder to the Akashic records and or you walk directly to your child but you can take over their life if you have a child ah that's pretty cool so it is pretty cool that means you get another <coughs> what 
10 months basically for free until you have to buy another show uh, Spark of Life <clears throat> and what happens is your child is now your character they have all your mental states like if you live up to 80 you're, you'll start you might have a lot of wisdom but you're not as strong as you used to be so mm. you'll get what you have like 5 out of 10 on strength and 9 out of 10 on intelligence your kid, your child your new body gets the 9 out of 10 on intelligence and well something like that I don't I haven't found the exact specs and exactly how it goes but they also get that 5 out of 10 on strength which you can then build up and it becomes like 10 out of 20 I like these mechanics cool. though these mechanics so far sound amazing <coughs> they do don't they and it's all it's all done in real time kind of when you get 14 months of game time like real time you spend the next 14 months locked up in your room just playing this game <laughs> that's up to you if it Go was me and I had some I had enough money I probably would end up doing that <coughs> just open up the window sometimes it stinks in there hey <laughs> <laughs> So, you start again with your child's body, your child's name, and you're the next step in your own legacy. So, you can work up from a commoner to, like, a, what was it, a mayor of a town. Oh, you yeah. find a town, get a settlement, you can, you can buy land, you have to go to your, uh, to your town or city's count or your county's count, sorry, and uh, use their land management table in the county seat. And you can you can buy a bit of land. There's any unclaimed land, any any land that isn't owned by anyone, they'll have a deed pinned to them. So what you do is just take the contract, sign your name, and put the money on the table, and now you own a bit of land. And what you do with the land, you can is up to you you can you can build uh, three specific types of land you got your residential and commercial so you get your your houses so you can live there or your inns shops so and things shops your inns your little hotels decorate it as you want <laughs> casinos build, and brothels I'm sure there will be plenty of brothels in the, in the world <laughs> uh, the second one is agriculture land where you'll have your farms, your beekeeping, your like breeding for, on the farms, and anything that has to do with mining the renewable resources. And then the last one is industry, industrial land. So you have mines or uh, I don't know, tree farms. I guess could be industrial. Yeah. Actually, no. That that that's on the uh, agriculture. It, it's mines or anything that is harvesting non-renewable resources so maybe an oil field or gold mine mm, things like yeah uh, what what you have to do is once you buy the lead once you buy the deed sorry you have to it's basically like real life you buy a bit of land and then you actually have to build it you have to you have to get a um, architect to design the house or the building wherever you want and I, I've never actually built a house. I've done small DIY projects. I've built a shed. And I know there was no architect involved in that. 
Or maybe. But it's not yeah, you an get easy job, is it? Oh no, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> but you get your architect, you find that architect, then you get a blueprint made, and you do any changes on the blueprint you don't like. Say the door's too small because you're, I don't know, you're six foot, seven foot high, and the door's two foot high. You just change that over. Once you approve it, because you're happy with it, you can change. You can make it tall. You can add extensions. Uh, you can have more floors. You can change the material everything's made out of. You can uh, expand it. I've said that. But yeah, you can you can decorate it however you want, and that's pretty fun. Cool, at least. I'd be looking forward to building my own place. Can you visit other people's houses? I'm I believe so because it is like it is entirely MMO. There's yeah. going to be people all around. Uh, there are a couple it, since it is an MMO and it goes on real time. In a way, like I said, ten to forty months is about eighty to one hundred twenty years in game. Yeah, that's when you're not on the computer. Your character is still alive there. Yeah, so he's you still aging, isn't he? Yeah, he's still aging. So you're off for about a month. He's aged about a year. You get back, you don't recognise him. Like, oh, Who are you? God. It's me. You grow up fast. And I think children grow up fast, don't they? Uh. So, what uh, Soulbound Studio are trying to do is they want to... They're trying to make a script for when you're offline. Uh, so you can, if you have a store or something where you're selling all your items and stuff, such they're trying to make a script so he still sells stuff but he's in a safe place so he doesn't get killed okay yeah because that really would suck you come back and you're dead so i i just paid 50 dollars for this actually the price range is between 20 to 40 dollars it's around 15 to 30 pounds hmm. so you just come back after a month because i don't know you've been on holiday or you've been in a hospital god forbid or something like that you come back and you're your your character's dead. That's that's a waste of thirty quid. Exactly. You haven't used it for a month. Yeah. So what they're doing is you're going to be in a safe place, hopefully. And um, yeah, so you shouldn't die. There are chances that you will still get shot, uh, killed, stabbed, whatever, in whatever way. Maybe trampled by a horse, <laughs> drawn and quartered. Oh, definitely. And. So they want to do a script where you can still, if you're in a shop or something, you own a shop, you're trying, you're selling your stuff offline, so you get back, you're still alive, and you're rich, moderately. That would Not be Bill cool. Gates. Not Bill Gates level rich. One Just, day we can dream. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> uh, there is also real world, real world consequences, sort of. So you, you can. Play, you can. Uh, God damn it! What's the word? You can go on a darker path in game, where instead of being this hero of Valyria, or whatever your kingdom's called, you can be right douchebag and murder everyone. That's like um, a choice, is like Fable and. Uh, yeah, sort of like Fable. Elder Scrolls, did they have an option to go evil? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know about anything before Skyrim. You can just murder everyone in Skyrim, but there's, I mean, all that's going to happen is you get put in prison or everyone attacks you. 
Mm. I don't remember any, and I haven't really been on a murdering spree yet. I'm not high enough level. <laughs> but yeah, um, more or less, crimes in Tales of uh, Chronicles of Alaria, such as attacking other characters, is actually punishable by prison time. And the more time you spend in prison, the shorter your lifespan in game. Yeah. And uh, the more their skills disintegrate, I guess, the less powerful they will become. And it, it, it also depends on who you killed. If you killed a commoner, you might spend a week in game. Or like, I think it was two and a half hours real time that you spend in jail. If you kill King, you're going to spend life in prison. <laughs> yeah, you, and there's it's going to be different servers. Each server will be a kingdom, or maybe it was it was sorry it was five kingdoms per server. And this game, they started development on Kickstarter where they got uh, people pay donating. I think it was over five grand. Uh, you would be a king of your own kingdom. You get to name it and everything. Five grand. What the hell? That's a lot. I don't think it was five grand. It might have been a bit lower, but it was a lot of money for a game. Jesus. It was a lot more perks, but they stopped crowdsourcing on Kickstarter and they're accepting donations on their page, on their actual website, which you will be able to see down below with the link. Uh, there's there's a lot in the FAQs alone on the page, but you can see about the gameplay and the overview as well. There are there's some law and religion uh, which I won't get into at all right now the combat it's going to be magic and um, just quickly to touch on families and genetics but there is also professions you can actually get a job in this uh, there's also nobility like I said there's kings there's counts there's barons there is what's above that oh, not maybe not barons but there's duchess uh, forgot and, my hierarchy. Elves? Yeah, I can't remember. Or lords? Maybe. Yeah, there's lords. So there's kings, there's lords. There is baron, um, duchess, there's counts, and then there's mayors. And then there's you, the commoner. Unless you paid absurd amounts of money. <laughs> um, so yeah, when you start, you create your character, you create your family... Uh, you start off with you're the first one with that surname and obviously it won't let you choose surnames like fuck's sake or that was wrong term but it won't let you use swear words and stuff as family names unless you're a bit creative so try to be creative if you want the name fuck's head uh, and like when you create you choose your family in the like in in real world, you don't do that. <laughs> but like I said, in the game, you pass on. So you're, let's say you're a dark-skinned gentleman with brown hair, brown eyes. You pass that on to your kids. You're a white guy with blue eyes and blonde hair. There's a chance of passing on both of those features but your kid's probably going to be white most likely unless stuff an affair happens somewhere it doesn't it doesn't have to be an affair but right, unless you choose a different 
I don't know if there's races, but I mean, unless you choose someone with a different skin color and different genetics and stuff, if you in-game marry a white person and you're a white person, then your kid's going to be white. Yeah. But, you know, there is multiracial relationships and things like that as well. It will It'll be an interesting, have different... like, just to see how they play out. Yeah. I wonder how long pregnancy lasts in the game. Because <laughs> nine, nine months is a long time. Exactly. If about 14 months is 120 years in game, that's that's a long... If you had a kid every... If it was like three weeks, and you got someone pregnant often, you'd have like a ton of kids by after after a real real-time year. If there's like 52 weeks in a year... Yeah, that's a lot of kids. Insane amount of kids. You could start your own kingdom. We could, actually could. Yeah, but yeah, you can. uh, But there's a a collection of physical attributes that are passed down from parents to children, like in real life: hair, eyes, skin color, uh, different facial facial features, height, and a range of other body attributes. And the constraints placed on the child's physical appearance guarantees that family members closely remember one another so your kid is going to look like you like your character anyway that's going to be awesome it is isn't it Uh, and there's inheritance as well so you because you are going to die just like real life you are going to die yeah there's no way around this you can inherit or you can give your children inheritance or your wife or husband and that's your next character whoever you give your inheritance to when you die of old age that's how or, well, when you die of your permanent death which can be 31 years old like I said depending on how many times you get stabbed they, your official heir becomes your new character Good. and you can like I said at the beginning with the spark of life bit you can also give a non-family member your inheritance but that's going to be a li- not as common yeah and um, yeah when you select your heir that that character is going to inherit I can hear myself that was odd <laughs> that character is going to inherit your land your title so if you're a duke that was the one I forgot if you're a duke your child's going to be the next duke ah. it's going to have all your money and all your possessions, just like real life, your child is going to take everything of you off you. <laughs> maybe crap. even the cape, you know, maybe even the cape off your back. <coughs> uh, well, in a way, it's kind of like um, you know, a lot of games have new game plus, and you can yeah, start a new like game, that. but with all your previous treasures and all that uh, jazz. It's yeah, doing. It's, like that. it's doing a new game plus based on real life circumstance. Yeah, it's pretty nice. <coughs> Uh, what's it say here? With your next spark of life, which is that £30 revive, or $30 revive, you can then choose to play as your heir with the same family support system as you continue to build your family dynasty. Hmm. And if you're a carpenter, your kid ain't going to get shit. <laughs> you're not one of the best carpenters in the area. Yeah. You ain't going to get shit. Um, I'll quickly touch on research and skills so you you can become a master blacksmith everyone wants that don't they you want to be the best blacksmith the king comes to you demands you to make him 
with a giant metal dildo uh, sword. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you with my because, dildo. Because you're the best. You're the master blacksmith. You're who he goes to. It's going to take... A, to upgrade skills like that, blacksmithing, uh, carpentry, things like that, it's gonna it's going to require fast reflexes and good hand-eye coordination. It's going to be a mini-game to upgrade those. Oh. I don't know how often you can do it. Maybe once a day or something. Uh, only for like 10 to 15 minutes, something like that. Maybe even less. Uh, from the look of the picture, it looks like what you see on Skyrim when you're making a new sword or armor. It's just whacking an anvil. That's uh, cool. And the minigame is for all non-combat skills. All the carpentry, blacksmithing, uh, medical, I guess there's going to be doctors. I'm sure there is. Mm. Like that. The, there is no auto-attack anymore. If you effectively swing a sword, it's because you chose the precise moment to do it. You've got... It's, it's basically... Um, you know, in like Saints Row, sometimes you do certain kill moves on a character. You have to press RT, the right trigger or the left trigger. What, uh, what are they called? Quick time events. Yeah, quick time events. <clears throat> you chose a precise moment. And I'm thinking a quick time event pops up, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can become a master emerald, apparently. So it says on the site if your character cuts a master emerald. So I was wrong. Worthy of sitting on the crown of its king, it's because you, uh, your own nimble fingers made it happen, apparently. Mm. With a skill system that rewards failure instead of success, really, it rewards failure? And mechanics requiring player skill in addition to character skill, you must take on ever-increasing challenges. So the minigames to get better at blacksmithing and stuff like that, it's gonna, it's gonna get harder as you progress. It's gonna be harder to swing that hammer at the right moment to hit that still whilst it's really hot and shape it properly. Oh god, I'm gonna fail so hard at some of those. <laughs> As am I. Uh, the skills. I'll just do skills and research slash technology real quick and then you can read the rest on the site. So the skills are... There is... Six basic skills. Uh, top level skills top level categories in the skill tree you've got combat that's obviously your ability to fire with one handed or two handed weapons or unarmed throwing ranged and other sneak attacks things like that the survival because a lot of the time you will be in the wilderness uh, that's why you need a house so you don't die you don't get attacked by a wolf but the survival is literally just have to survive in the wild, wilds uh, the skill tree is about finding food and water, tracking your prey, making sure you don't die, and being able to find your way out of that really dense forest. You've got crafting, which is self-explanatory, but it does include uh, making consumables and... Yeah, making consumables. Along with armor, weapons, furniture, and jewelry. You're gathering, mm. which kind of ties into survival, really. It's just your ability to gather and process raw materials like iron ore or uh, wolf pelts or gems and such and then there's deviant which 
are those less savory skills that may aid you in surviving more urban areas. So, basically trying to be, uh, I don't know, if you don't mind the steep risk of associating with pickpockets, purse cutters, crafting false identities and forging documents. So deviant is literally just being deviant, it's being a thief, it's being starting an underground organisation to steal everyone's purses and pretend you're them. Interesting. Your old muscly scarred guy pretending to be a woman, as it happens. Ew, that can't look good. <laughs> and the last skill in this uh, skill tree is bardic, which is your charisma, it's uh, your academics, your intelligence, and how you are as a performer. Uh, which can include music, uh, reading ancient languages. So, you m so as I said, there's law. So you you have to read up on that. It may be the Illyrian equivalent of Latin or anything older than that. Ancient Arabic, Greek. You'll be able to read that better. Yeah, if you upgrade your bardic skill, you'll be able to like do that. Performing forensic analysis or creating finely detailed maps and it's all about information and discovery really and if you max out your bardic skill tree you'll be great at research and right now I'm looking at a picture of a giant scorpion and I don't mean the animal I mean like Age of Empires type scorpions oh, this God. one's stationary I love the scorpions um, it says here, Chronicles of Valaria continues to push the envelope with a system of research-driven technologies, which lets the players determine the, the direction of research, with, while allowing us to monitor the rate with which technology is evolving. So you will go from Stone Age to... You don't start in the Stone Age. I'll make that clear. You don't start in the Stone Age. You start in, like, medieval times. So you go from there, you start making trebuchets and uh, the other things. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh -huh. I can't remember my ancient history and shit like that. Ancient weaponry. Yeah, I can't remember wartime stuff like that. But you'll you'll start making trebuchets and uh, other things like that. You'll start figuring how to make livestock live longer, how to make your weapons stronger, your armor lighter and stronger and more flexible. And basically, I really want to play this game. I can't wait till it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. It does sound amazing, though, from what you've been saying. All these little features and effects and what you can do. It just sounds incredible. I just want to keep talking about it because there's so much I haven't touched yet. But I'm not <laughs> going to. I'm not going to. I don't know how long it's been. I haven't really been keeping tabs long on it. Enough. This particular recording is 40 minutes by itself. Jesus Christ, I think <laughs> this is going to be a separate podcast. <laughs> uh, I will end off saying... Uh, reading off of the business model page off of Chronicles of Valaria, which reflects on uh, Soulbound Studio itself. So, Chronicles of Valaria utilizes a new business model never before seen in MMOs. Different from the monthly subscription or free to play. Ah, oh, it's not about like this. that. Yeah, it's not a subscription. It's not like most MMORPGs, like the um, Elder Scrolls Online, where you'll pay, I think. That's a subscription-based game, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I don't know how much it is per month, though. Or is it... A, 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 I can't remember. And Final Fantasy XIV's um, pay per month. Yeah, all like, wow, those types of games are free to play. 
with microtransactions. Remember those? Ah, uh, ah, uh, happy. <laughs> Although I guess Pro the spark of life, in a way, that counts as some. In sort a way. Of, I mean, that sounds like the only income they're getting from. Yeah, uh, apart from paying the actual game, which, like I said, is about forty dollars, thirty quid. Mm. Apart from that, there is the Spark of Ice system where you pay thirty dollars each time you um, permanently die. Then to be removed from the beginning. That's not when you get stabbed to death. It's when you get stabbed to death so many times that your life expectancy is yeah. only thirty-one, or just generally old age. So medium eighty years. The most of your luck is one hundred twenty. I guess um, some of that goes towards server <coughs> maintenance, though. So I'm, yeah. I wouldn't be too fussed if it was just that. But is there others like uh, microtransactions or anything? No, no. There's no microtransactions whatsoever. That's or awesome. they don't. They don't mention it. At least there might be. At I will point. hate it. <laughs> at this point, they don't say microtransactions available, uh, but they do say it's not a free-to-play game with cash shop microtransactions. Um, they do compare it a bit to the 80s and like late 70s, early 90s arcades with the coin slot where mm. you put 50 yeah. cents, 20p, whatever it was, every time you died. I see. Oh, no, in, in that case, it's that sounds... kind of like that. Yeah. And if that's all they want for like maintenance for servers and stuff like that, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise it's... their servers would be crap. If it's an MMORPG. It, it would. It also says in Chronicles of Valyria, bodies age and die, but the souls live forever. In your new body, whether that be of your heirs, like we said, or someone else entirely, like I said, you can take over an NPC, or so it makes it seem. Yeah. So you can take over Debbie the local whore. And <laughs> you wouldn't last very long like that. Oh, no. No, you wouldn't. Old tiny aids, yeah. um, but your skill ramp will get you back to power quickly. You retain those skills that you learn. You're a max master backsmith. You're still a max master backsmith. I don't know how it works because that's not how it is real life. Child prodigies and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you you can advance further. Well, if you have a child and make them your heir, which is the best choice really for when you die as a character. Because if you live a nice life till 80, your child's about 20, 25. So you can take over and start again with all your skills. And you live another, like, 60 years to progress in the game. You keep doing that, eventually your great-great-great-grandson is... It could be a mayor or a duke or anything high up in the game's... Uh, in the game's status... So you can end up being the king somehow. Just, just marry into it. I'll it's be very that easy. One day. I'll be Debbie yeah. the whore, but somehow I'll marry myself <laughs> into becoming queen. And then you die and take over the queen. Oh, another thing about the marriaging game. Uh, you, you don't automatically... Um, when you get married, someone else dies. They can take over your wife. Or there's also a thing which they want to try and keep like is that you and another player can get married and uh, yeah. you, you want to try getting twins more than just one child but what they want to try doing is um, since you two have been married if you live a decent life uh, 
you two no one else can take like your spouse or something yeah or like if it's an NPC you marry and you live a long life no one else can take over that body something like that kind of reserving a yeah. soul <laughs> kind of reserving the lineage yeah like keeping it same two players keeping the blood clean ugh <laughs> Princess. this ain't Game of Thrones not yet it isn't wait for the weirdos to start coming playing wait till it comes out Aye. so yeah that's I mean that's enough I think that's enough for this podcast <laughs> we should make, we'll name this the hour long it's going to be more now we'll do the last recording but the hour long special of Chesbot podcast yeah we'll yeah, why not? Rendering this is going to be fun. Oh, I'm sure it is. Oh, we can we can talk about whether we're going to break it up into two podcasts or not. Because it is a very long. Plus, there's your side in it. That's all right. Especially when I get my stronger system as well. I'll brush through that in an hour. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's it. I'm really excited for. Chronicles of Ilaria. I really? cannot wait. <laughs> I couldn't tell. No, you couldn't, could you? <laughs> no, it sucks. You've got me uh, very excited as well. I've been waiting for that for a long time. And hopefully, dear listener, you're excited as well as well because you want to find out more. You want to give Soulbound Studio your forty dollars, and maybe or your next thirty to become king. No, they're not doing that anymore. The Kickstarter's finished. You've missed it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're about two years too late. <laughs> I think they stopped early last year doing the Kickstarter, but they're still taking donations. Uh, I don't know if it counts towards buying the game. I think it does. It'd be good if it does. That way, I'll just give them the money now and reserve my copy. <laughs> the website's got probably got a ton of information. Oh, yeah, but you have to sign up. Ah. It does have a lot of information about the game itself and how it's going to be, which is where I got all my information from. And you can click the link down below in the description on YouTube and I'll figure out for iTunes and that uh, to read everything that I missed read it in your own like read it how they wrote it and because they were they were going to explain it better than I did so I'm looking forward to it me too I'm really looking forward to it <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand I can tell I can tell by the enthusiasm and the passion in your voice yeah I can't wait and now I just have to find a pirate game to like a pirate game <laughs> to be excited about because of Black Flag. You made me, you made me remind, remind you remind me of that game. Anyway, so we have a pirate game. I'm not. I haven't really. I haven't really been looking, but that was. There's a, a couple game. on Steam. There's one or two on Steam. I think one's in my wish list, but we can talk about those in a different podcast. <laughs> yes. Right now, I think we've got enough time. we got to put a limiter on this somewhere. But, yeah, yeah. Especially because SoundCloud only allows you three hours until you have to pay. Oh, crap, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> hey. yeah. Well, in that case, thank you for listening, guys. If you're still with us, well done. I'm proud of you. Um, as a yeah, Check the links below in the description. Uh, Patreons, Facebooks, Twitters, uh, all, all your daily dose of social media. Um, Omar, got any last words? Hurry up, Soulbound. <laughs> I really want to play. There we go. Ah, uh, Omar yeah. for you guys. Thank you, and we Come will on. catch you next episode if Omar's still alive and hasn't strangled himself by then. I'm sure I won't. <laughs> uh, I have to wait for Chronicles of Valaria.
That is a good point. I'll strangle myself before I pay the extra 30 quid. Next <laughs> <laughs> spark of life. Yeah. Uh, cheers, guys. Have a nice yeah, day. Bye. 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 Bye.